independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I got that nut job. That's what he is. He's politically motivated. It's a political motivation to kill Pelosi. Yeah, he was. He's a nut job, though. Can we all agree on that? Can we take a step back? The guy got to the house, right? The Pelosi's house, which apparently there are already cameras on. And at the Capitol, they're supposed to be watching it. But much like the people that watched Epstein, apparently they weren't paying that much attention. They're like, hey, hey, Jim, there's lights and sirens and stuff. It's Pelosi's house. What what's going on there? Apparently when he arrived, after he had gone through the painstaking uh, walk to get to the Pelosi's, he had to, uh, he had to rest for a minute because <laughs> he had a backpack and it was heavy. <laughs> Chad, you shouldn't laugh at this. It's not a laughing matter. It's just the, 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 the political rhetoric is through the roof. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's been that way ever. All right, let's go back. Let's get our way back machine. We'll go back to the 60s. JFK, dead. Medgar Evers, dead. Malcolm X, dead. Another Kennedy, dead. 70s, they tried to kill Ford. Why would anybody kill Ford? They tried to kill. Why, why, why would anybody try that? Why? The 80s, crazy guy shoots. Reagan. Political rhetoric and wackiness have been around a long time. The difference is we have a time of which we live that has given us all of the things rolled into one. Political wackiness and craziness, access to information and disinformation and misinformation, and a place where it can all congregate. And that is the interwebs, the internet, the WW, wow, insane. That's the difference. But to say that this guy was, it's all Trump's fault. This guy talked about aliens and unicorns. He was, you know, he's a nudist. He was all kinds of things. Now he's supposed to be here, by the way. This is yet again another opportunity to talk about solid immigration reform because he's Canadian. And it's time to build a wall in the Great North. Knew it. Thank God, uh, Mr. Pelosi is going to be okay. And you know, yeah, there's there's there's, there's looniness. And I look at the politicians and say, here's the difference between, say, 60 years ago, 70 years ago, is again the access to everybody, the misinformation, disinformation, all that kind of stuff. But <sighs> this. Again, with 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 you know, with much power comes much responsibility, and that and that includes our free speech. The the reality is is in the pantomiming world of kabuki theater that is our politics. Not everybody understands that you're saying stuff. The hyperbole that you're shooting out is just more for to get clicks, to get shares, to get sound bites, to to get on television, to raise money. Rather than a call to action. I do a lot of voiceover stuff. I do a lot of stuff and I help, you know, companies, you know, write copy and do stuff like this. And, you know, some of the things that they, you know, uh, they want me to do and stuff. You know, one of the things that it's a call to action. Got to have a call to action to the script, Chad. Chad, got to have a call to action. What's a call to action? Meaning sometimes it's about branding, right? This is who I am. This is what I'm about. And then there's the call to action. 
This is who I'm about. This is what I'm about. This is it. Now become a part of my movement. Become a part of this. Donate today. People today just think everything is a call to action. You know, and then with the 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 fact that I think we've got a lot more unstable people than we've had in a very long time. And you can go look. I mean, uh, uh, crazy guy who shot Reagan. Uh, let's not forget who was shooting at. Wasn't was it Manson's people that were shooting at Ford? And it was quick, too. It wasn't like they shot at him one day. Like, oh, we missed. It was like, ah, we'll try again tomorrow. And then a couple days from now, it was like, what? And it's Ford. Like, really? But, you know, you, the. You, you look at the politics of it, but in the craziness, the craziness, I'm sorry, it's hand to hand. This guy was, it was a suicide mission. It's a suicide mission. That's what he said. But he, but he wasn't good at it. Thank God for that. Said he didn't want to hurt him, but felt he had to. But if you go back and you look at all the stuff that they're talking about, again, it's, it's as much about mental illness as it is anything else. But unfortunately, You've got it with all that rhetoric and craziness. You got to check yourself at times, look around and go, yeah, there are people out there that don't get it. I may not be quote unquote responsible for somebody's actions. Now you, you, you can't be that way in everything. You got to speak, you know, the truth and you got to go out there and deliver it. But you also have to understand there are people out there that just don't get it. And part of that was we have a mental health problem in this country. That's huge. This guy was twisting off for us while his family's like, yeah, he's crazy. His friends are like, oh yeah, it's totally nuts. This was not a this is not a well guy. But he started going into a rabbit hole and it got further and further and he got wackier and weirder. But as one person said last week, well, it's Berkeley, so we kind of expect that. That's not an answer. It isn't. He wanted he wanted San Francisco to be a place where you could be nude all the time, no matter where you were. I mean, that's the kind of person you're dealing with. So yes, politics and rhetoric are crazy, but it's been in a position like this before. But the internet has definitely thrown some more gas on the fire. That's for sure. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I love hearing from all of you. So much stuff to squeeze in today. I don't even know how we're going to do it. We might have to ask for an extra Wednesday. I kid. I kid. I kid. We're going to talk about uh, wokeness, right? Some TikTok stuff and a lot of other things. But we are just uh, six days away from uh, the midterms. I, I, at this point, I don't even know. Because you would think in normal times, right? Like in the back, in the way back days, like two or three elections ago. In normal times, you would have a few close races across the country. But after a couple days, somebody go, yeah, my path to win really isn't here. So I'm going to concede. We don't live in that time anymore. Now the time is my path to victory isn't here in the manner that you would normally think it, but I didn't lose. It was obviously stolen from me, so I must file lawsuits. And that's what I'm waiting for, the lawsuit after lawsuit, because it's coming. You know that. You absolutely know that it's coming. There are some races that people are looking at. Obviously, Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance in Ohio is a big one. You've got uh, Fetterman. And Oz is a big one. You got Herschel Walker and uh, Raphael Warnock. I will say, there's one thing I can almost guarantee that that thing will not be decided on that day. There will be a runoff because you have to get 50 plus one, not 51. 
just 50 plus 1 percent of the vote. And then out here, you've got Masters versus Kelly, but it seems like Kelly's kind of got the uh, definitely pulling away a little bit more. But inflation is going to be the thing that everybody talks about. It's the thing that people have been talking about for quite a while, and it's going to continue to be that thing. And when you hear stuff like how much things cost, and every year we hear, look, turkey, uh, turkey dinner is going to cost this much this year, you start to realize that it's not going anywhere anytime soon at all. Inflation is hitting the grocery store hard. A dozen eggs up more than a dollar last year. A bag of chips now six oh five, and a two-liter bottle of soda topping two dollars. All while food companies report record profits. Pepsi saying profits for its chips and drinks rose twenty percent in the last year, proving many customers are still managing to pay the higher prices, at least for now. Yeah. And, of course, they're bad and evil because they made record profits. But uh, here's something that has nothing to do with it. Turkey. Turkey going up, going up, 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 up. As for the cost of food, price increases at the grocery store, analysts say, are outpacing restaurants. So you might want to consider eating Thanksgiving dinner out. Turkey prices are up 23% this year. Yeah. So, uh, and a lot of people do. Uh, now, this year, because, like, last year we ate at home. This year we're going to be on the road. Jack, uh, if you guys don't know, I have, a, I have a 12-year-old son, and he is uh, he's, he's super into hockey. So uh, here's something I've known from my, my little brother who played pro hockey. Uh, there's no such thing as a holiday now. Every Thanksgiving and every Christmas, you will be at a rink somewhere watching your child play hockey. So we'll be there, and then we're going to have, like, dinner. I don't know what we're going to do. But it is it is – we've done that for a lot of years where we ate out. Last year we ate at home. Uh, my mother always eats out now because she's gotten older and she doesn't want to cook anymore. And the kids are really, you know, they, they pop in and out. But it is if if it's comparable, you think to yourself, well, why would I want to cook and do all this stuff? Now, part of it's the getting together and doing things right. There's always that part. Right. And and and, you know, having leftovers and family over. But if it's just a smaller gathering, it's just so much easier to go out. Totally get amongst the hubbubbery, if you will of it all but inflation is big and if it's pushing people to you know rethink turkeys and the turkey thing is a lot to do with bird flu because i guess the the turkeys got really sick and they had to kill a bunch of turkeys and so but every year we hear it's going to be a turkey shortage and every year we go well it's everybody there was always turkeys at the store that i went to oh yeah, yeah that's but still there's a turkey shortage for us not so much for other people there may be a turkey shortage 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Rates going up seven tenths. Uh or what a point seven five again because of the job market. And they're still trying to slow this thing down. You saw rates going up. Everybody saw that happening. That's not changing anything. Doesn't help the narrative though. Inflation's staying strong and hot, but people still spending money. What do you do? At this point, don't you just think, do you bump it by two points? Go back to the eighties, man. There were times they were bumping like, let's go up five. And we'll go up another five. We're going to do this until eventually people say, all right, we're done. We're tapping out. Instead, it's death by a thousand cuts because they're trying to soft land us. To where we don't know because we still don't know what the hell's going on with the economy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Raycon, best earbuds around. Here's something that in, you don't have to worry about inflation and going up through the roof. Uh, they make their premium earbuds and all their audio products and I said audio products, 
in such a way that you're not having to worry about priced out of the marketplace. The best sound quality, absolutely. So they got the wireless earbuds. You hear me talk about. They got headphones, speakers, all kinds of premium sounds. So some of the things that you you're thinking about this holiday season, you could be out there with the Karens, and they're like, and the hustle and bustle, and you're like, I just what do I want to do? Stay home. Head over to buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use code EARLYBF. You're going to get 20% off site-wide. Now, they also have a bundle. And when you use uh, code EARLYBF, you're going to save 30% on the bundles. And this is great for gamers, for fitness people, the everyday person, whether it's earbuds. the I've got the little speaker as well. So when I go golfing, I just, boom, it magnet right there on my cart. I, it's awesome. You will love, love, love all the products they have, and especially for the gamers. And on top of that, Kohl's and Walmart, you can find them there. But use buyraycon.com slash Chad. And when you go there, use that code EARLYBF to save 20 extra percent or 30% on the bundles. And on top of that, they have buy now and pay later options as well. The best Christmas gifts? Absolutely. It's at Raycon. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use code EARLYBF to save big. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. A person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. This is actually the only the third time in uh, Powerball's 30-year history that this has reached that one billion mark. The record was back in January of 2016 at 1.5 billion dollars. So how did we get to this point? Well, there have been no jackpot winners for 38 drawings in a row. This means no one has matched all six numbers. That's right. Billion with a B, baby. Tonight, it happens for us. I'm very excited. Uh, uh, I, I, I beat long odds to get here. This was not a easy thing to get here. I had to stop at the store. I had to take out some money from my wallet. I had to give it to the person behind the counter. And then they gave me my ticket. And they're like, Chad, did you pick no? I said, you know what? It's just too much. Let's just let's go random numbers. And And I did. And and we beat some long odds. One in 24.9 for winning a prize. This is any prize, so that doesn't sound that bad, but here are your odds of winning that jackpot. One in 292.0 million. You're more likely to get bit by a snake, have quadruplets, find a pearl in an oyster, and get this one. Get killed by a vending machine than you are to win this jackpot. Oh, my God. Well, let's see here. Uh, you can go to those places where they have pearls inside the oysters. Right? You ever done that? You ever gone to one of those, like, the pearl divers at some of those places, like Hawaii and stuff? Uh, I've been bit by a snake, but I think she means a venomous snake. Because if it's just bit by a snake, man, there's a lot of people out there been bit by snakes, right? If you've got a pet snake, you've been bit by it. So, uh, but uh, the vending machine thing is interesting. That that's an interesting thing, but it's tonight, so the chance to win is huge. You got to take advantage of it, right? Again, I beat long odds to get here, but I'm very excited to win my. I think when all is said and done tonight, I think they're talking about it's like 1.3 ish. So you're looking a little over 600 and some million dollars 
when all is said and done. That'll be your take. So, uh, well, that would have been your take. My take is my 600-some million. I'll still be here tomorrow. You have nothing to worry about. You got nothing to worry I will still be here tomorrow. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. It is Wednesday, as you guys know. On Wednesdays, we love to get woke. Oh, we do. The gender binary is a direct result of European colonization. And if we look globally and historically throughout the world and the ways that people have existed and talked about gender, the idea of there only being two genders is a new concept that is directly linked to colonization. No, actually, it's not. But uh, hey, you know what? If it makes you feel good, fantastic. We're going to get deeper into this. Plus, the, the National Health Service. So NHS, you're like, what's NHS? NHS is National Health Service. They're, they're, they're Britain's, you know, CDC, FDA, uh, National Health Institute, all of the things rolled into one. And they've got some uh, new reports out about uh, gender affirming care and uh, what they're going to be doing compared to what we're going to be doing. Talk about that. A lot of other stuff to squeeze into, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Wednesday. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You never know what amazing stories will bring you on this show. Yes, there is a midterm just six short days away. Yes, there have been uh, crazy amounts of money spent and people are worried about inflation and all of the chaos that is going on in this great planet of ours. But we also like to make sure that you are informed in all things insane. Case in point. This just sent to us from an amazing listener by the name of Anthony, who's forced to listen to the show because we pay him. Uh, Many people out there who have pets, uh, myself being one of them, we love our pets. I do. In fact, you know, I mean, I've got my kids and I love my kids most of the time. They're pretty good. You know, not like there's a ranking that grandma ranked them and I get that. But I love my kids. This, though, is creepy as AF, as the kids would say. Uh, there is a Australian family's golden retriever, right? I don't know what its name is. We'll call it Duke. Duke died, right? Fluffles, whatever you want to call him, passed away. Like, what do we do with Fluffles? We loved him. It was amazing. It was just, he was always there for us. We loved Fluffles. They, uh, they did some stuff. Now, a couple weeks ago, we couldn't stop laughing at the person who tried to do taxidermy at home, which every time I start thinking about it, I lose my mind. This, though, is creepy. They turned their beloved fluffles, or whatever we're calling it, into a pet rug. So think about the 
the the the tiger rug in front of the fireplace, right? Like I'm gonna invite the lady over. It's gonna be a party, like no party. We're gonna have a little wine right in front of the fireplace. You know, I'll unbutton my shirt down to there, and we'll just totally do the Rod Stewart thing. Nah, that's what they did, but with their dog. I have to be honest. As I look at this thing, it's creepy as it gets. It's just like, it's so weird. What would you do? First of all, right, when you bring home the new dog, you're like, you see what happens when you guys crap in the house? That's the old dog. They're like, dude, don't mess around in the house. They're serious. (laughs) Maybe that's why they did it. So I just don't, I, that's just creepy. I could not imagine that. And I couldn't do the taxidermy thing either. That's just weird. Like I get it, I guess, if you're a big game hunter or something. But to take your pet and just go, I got a great idea for my pet. I think you guys could really like this. What happened to your dog? Oh, yeah, he's frozen in time. No, that's creepy too. Unless you're going to get that person who tried to do taxidermy at home, still my favorite. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the things, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of all ages. You shall wait no longer to get woke. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. Buckle up! When babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl. But sometimes the doctor is wrong. She, it, Lucy is a girl. Are you she, they pronouns? They, them, they, who are they? There was two of them? Fun thing about me is yesterday I came out of trance with my whole family. So let's go. Rock Frog's pronouns, that sounds so cool. Let me introduce you to our non-binary alpaca. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and my students know this. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. What if I want to be called Sir Elton John? It's time for Woke Wednesday. I have actually checked on that, and apparently there is already somebody called Sir Elton John. So then I was going to go with Jerry Dorsey, and I was told I can't do that. There's already one of those. And then I'm like, all right, Engelberg Humperdinck. And then I'm like, I just give up. I was just going to go with Chad. <laughs> Still the great name, Engelberg Humperdinck. Oh, my God. Speaking of trans, Eddie Izzard, when he does his Engelberg Humperdinck, fantastic. Fantastic, kids. Uh, the wokeness of the world we live in today. Of course, there are queer theory, you know, uh, people that are out there and the queer studies and the gender studies and all of this stuff. And, hey, you know what? When, you know, the person's like, you know what? So what happens is the baby is born and the doctor guesses what it is. No, the doctor doesn't. If your doctor has to guess what you are, first of all, it's a baby. So I'm halfway home. And uh, judging by the bits, it's a boy. Or judging by the lack of said bits, it's a girl. That is not a guess. That's what nature has said. Now, we live in this wacky socio uh, social society where we've decided, hey, all bets are off on nature and science. We're just going to allow anybody to be anything they want whenever they want. And that's somehow okay. It's totally fine with me, right? It's very woke. Well, you know, that's why you get things like this. Here's a trans lesson for kids. How to come out to elementary school kids as trans. So the question is about coming out to students. And as a teacher who has worked with elementary, middle, and high school aged students, I think I can help you out a little bit here. 
The first thing you should do is just keep your language simple because this teacher specifically is working with elementary school kids. You want to use language that they're going to understand based off experiences they have. Just say something simple like this. Here's what I said. I used to be a boy, but that made me hurt. It made me feel uncomfortable. So I went to a doctor, we talked. Now I take medicine and I'm a girl. It's just that simple. That's it. I just, it hurt. It would hurt. I, I had a vagina and it hurt. And now I don't. And I have a, a pretend wiener. Just not very nice. I'm just saying, look, there are people out there that absolutely. And if you're an adult, knock yourself out. My issue is with kids. It's always been that way. Always has. Because I see it happening. I see the undermining of parents and what's going on. I see the undermining of rational common sense society being done by people who are pushing an agenda regardless of the outcome and who it hurts they're pushing an agenda and if you don't believe me and we always look over to the europeans who are so much more enlightened than we are and really we're the birthplace of intersectionality let's look at let's see what the scandinavians are doing we're talking about the Finns, the Weegians, that's the norwegians the swedes and the uh the danes they're like, yeah, we're pulling back and hitting the brakes on, on a lot of this stuff because we think it's a bit much. Well, NHS, which is the National Health Services, those are the people that are like our CDC, FDA, you know, uh, medical, everything rolled into one. They have not just hit the brakes, right? They have hit the brakes, turned and made a U-turn, slammed on the emergency brake as they're spinning and are hurling themselves back in the direction of some normalcy. Case in point. They said, okay, you ready for this? Sit down. It's not me. National health. If I have to oh, do it in a British accent, it will make you feel better. That most children claiming to be transgender may be going through a transient phase. <sighs> They're restricting. That's right. We're restricting gender-affirming treatments of minors. That includes puberty blockers. And should they be needed? Medical doctors, not therapists, will be expected to lead the provision of transgender services. I'm doing the British accent, so you guys know it's not Chad. It's the Brits talking about this. Here's some of the other things they said. The clinical approach has to be mindful of the risk of inappropriate gender transitions and difficulties that children may experience in returning to their original gender role upon entering puberty. If the gender incongruence does not persist, well, then the NHS communications stated to what will go on, you know, top, right? So, look, you know, hey, it's medical doctors from here on out, mate. But it gets deeper than that. So what they're talking about is no more top surgery. No more just handing out, like Halloween, puberty blockers. No more eight-year-olds deciding, today I'm a girl, tomorrow I'll be a boy. And, and no more of that, being cheered on by school. None of that stuff. Here's something else. The NHS plans to go on to state that social transitioning, which they've talked about, as well as the, the, the physical transitioning, Meaning the social aspect of one's name, appearance, uh, and, and belief in, in what they believe they are, their self-perception, should be considered when the young person is experiencing clinical significant distress. So 
you going out there and saying, all right, you want to change your gender, you're now a girl, and you want to be called, you know, you were Andy, now you want to be Addy, that's fine, your parents don't want to know about it, that's okay, we're still going to do all this, and we're going to push you into this, and the whole nine yards, and socially we'll address you as that. They're like, ah, 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 no, 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 no. There's issues there, and we're saying, don't do that. Oh, yes, what we're saying right there, we're like, don't do that, that's not good, right? And, 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 and if that's going to happen, right, they got to understand all the things, understand everything. They do. Full comprehension of everything. Not just, I didn't know so-and-so was having these issues. Today they want to be a girl. And so we're just going to go with it. But then they get into the nitty-gritty of the whole thing. As we run to it, remember that? You know, you got you got Biden out there who's, you know, doing what Biden does about, uh, uh, you know, and the left does now, which is push these weird, wacky, you know, uh, queer gender studies. And, and it's, it's, oh, yeah, totally, it's fine that, you know, if you decide when you're seven you want to be a boy, we'll, we'll help you out with that. Or if you decide you want to be a girl, it doesn't matter. Top surgery. They're like, there's no studies long-term to show what damages that these things do oh no does not we looked there's no study when it comes to infertility but we're starting to see what's happening there's no study when it comes to uh, the risk of cancer uh yeah the risk of of sexually transmitted diseases and what all these puberty blockers and things can do for you your bone structure your your entire makeup essentially there's zero studies for any of these things on top of the psychological studies. So that's where they are. They're like, no, we're, we're pulling this thing back. And it, there are people out there that they're trans, but it wasn't a phase. And you're going to find that. And I'm telling you over the next couple of years, Abigail Schreier wrote that amazing book about, you know, uh, irreversible damages is and she said it when we've had her on the show a couple of times and I've heard her talk about it, that doctors, a feel damned if they do and damned if they don't knowing full well that, yeah, OK, I saved my license today because I'm doing this. But I know in the future you're going to come and go, why did you allow me to have this? And on the other side of things, and I think this is an, an important is is we find out that so many of these kids, the damage is being done. We're not dealing with them on the psychological level. And that kids who would normally be cutters or anorexia or some of these other things, that that they've run at this and they've been pushed in such a way. And they've been cheered on by it. But once the cheering goes, what happens then? There are people out there that really are, that have gone through it. And if you go look back in the day... There were movies made about it, like, you know, Sunday night movie of the week and how long it took somebody to get to that point. It wasn't a flick, a a switch, and away you go. We are doing harm to these kids, and it it, it is an absolute disservice. And we've lost the plot, and the rest of the world seems to be getting it. 323-538-2423 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us text the program rough greens my dogs are uh, not gender neutral they're just dogs that's pretty much what they are all boys uh, you know and they love their rough greens it makes them strong they say gives me big strong muscles you've got all of the things when it comes to the rough greens right you got the vitamins the minerals probiotics mega 369 it's all supplements 
You know, you put them together and you sprinkle it on top of their food. A, they love the taste. And B, what it does for them, I love because, and I'm taking them to the vet. They're healthier. They're happier. They don't have any allergy problems with their skins. Uh, they don't have any kind of digestive issues. And their joints, you know, uh, especially my older dog, he's aches and pains. They're not there. And I love that. Right now, Dr. Dennis Black wants you to try a bag for free. It's not going to cost you anything other than shipping. A couple bucks. Try it for free. Don't change anything. Get it sprinkled on top of your dog's food you're already using. Watch the difference. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. TikTok! The crux of where people like Commissioner Carr start to get worried is, will there be a, is there a firewall or will there be a firewall in the future that would keep that access from extending to the Chinese government? And he and others are suspicious, but there is no smoking gun suggesting that that is what they have done or will do. And, and the, the, the CEO of TikTok says they, they will not do it. Yeah, of course they say that. Look, TikTok is, uh, Trump came out and said, look, we need to get rid of it. And everybody's like, you're just a funny daddy and a mean and racism. You don't like Chinese people. Right. So the usual baloney. Uh, first of all, it's addictive. I don't think it's good for you. Secondly, uh, and maybe I am a bit of a funny daddy, but I'll say it. we already have a tension span of a gnat. What's less than a gnat? Well, you're finding out. Uh, on top of that, it's China. And the interesting thing is, the algorithms and people are pointing out the algorithms in these things, which is crazy, which is in China, you get like an A grade that's being promoted there. Here, people jumping off buildings while holding a, you know, a, a bath towel trying to do the bath towel challenge gets pushed to the front because they promote stuff like that. China's in it to win it. And the more we realize that, the better it will be for all of us. And to say that they're just willy nilly not doing anything with our data would be an absolute lie. When you start getting a look at what China could do with the information, they could do things potentially like, you know, use it to further target people for hacks. Yeah, amongst other things, not just about that. The kind of data that TikTok collects is theoretically, it's very sensitive. It could be anything from an email address to uh, something as significant as a, 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 a digital print of your face called a face print. Yeah. And you don't think China's doing that? Of course they are. That's what they do. They're in it to win it. That's what they want. And TikTok has exploded. And look, did, did I think that BitDance thought this was what it was? Was it the ultimate plan? No. But once it took off and it, it, it innovated everything, well, lo and behold, look what happened. And, you know, they went to them and said, well, now you're going to do our bidding, as they do. So, yeah, to think that if if Google, Target, Walmart and anybody else is collecting your data, you don't think China is? You're fooling yourself. But they told us they weren't. I really believe them. You're an idiot. You're the person who wants to pet the bison. That person was on CNN this morning. What do you say to that person? Like, are you an idiot? Because I feel like you're an idiot. Well, I wanted the bison to move, and I thought they should know that I'm nice and I'm a member of PETA or something. 
And, well, they didn't know that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. You got anything nice, mean, or hateful to say, or whatever it is you want to say, feel free to do it on Twitter. You can also text it straight to us at 323-538-2423. Check out the Facebook page. You got one of those as well. That's the Chad Benson Show Facebook page. This is the aforementioned five days away from the election. Five and a half now. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson candidates giving their big speeches you can see the finish line who will get there first who will cross that line five and a half ish days away from it now many people have been voting already but the midterms are here the midterms are here, and it is almost go time. I feel like if you ever wake up on Super Bowl Sunday, you're excited. Super Bowl. Oh, I got Super Bowl. I love Super Bowl. Then you wake up, and you're like, you turn on the TV, and there's it's already begun. Right? You've had the week of stuff, but then you still have that other, like, 12 hours before they start the, start the actual pregame. You're like, oh, geez, you know, and... And you look over there, and it's like, okay, this band is playing here, and here it's just that's that's where we're at now. So uh, if you look at the polls, I, I feel in 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 a vast majority of the country that the Republicans have the momentum, uh, but you know, again, it's it's going to come down to getting the vote out, obviously, on the day of. And independence. And one of the things we've talked about over and over again is winning a primary is not winning a general. It's not. It's not winning a general. That's a totally different thing because, you know, when all is said and done and they're counting up the votes and everybody's looking around, they're going to go, did you did you expand the tent? Because you were always going to have 42, 43 percent both sides kind of thing. But could you expand that tent and that extra, you know, 15% that's out there? Could you get 8.5% of those people that did vote to come over there? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to play. But when you look at the numbers right now in the polls, it feels like uh, the, the, the red side of the aisle is going to have victory. Doesn't mean the Blues not, you know, pumping it up. And they're sending everybody out. They got the guns out right now. Obama's all over the place. I say this. I don't know how much he really wants to do this. He's going to be out here at Cesar Chavez High School uh, giving a, I'm surprised they still allow that. We're not in California. Giving a speech when it comes to Kathy ha- I mean, Katie Hobbs and Mark Kelly because they're both... Well, it's a dead heat with Katie Hobbs, 
and Carrie Lake, although some of the polls have her up by 11, not her, but Carrie Lake. I don't know if that's true. Mark Kelly has surrendered his massive lead, but he's still in the lead. But both of them are just, they don't do anything. They don't move the needle. They haven't, I, I will say this, just say what you want about Carrie Lake, right? She is, she's, you know, she's Trump with a dress. No, she's not. But man, she's got a lot of that. She is great on camera. She delivers. She's confident. She's strong. She's forceful. She's a lot of the things that you want in a politician. And then there's some things you don't want in the politician, which is she's still talking about 2020 and several other things. But she wants the gig. Hobbs doesn't seem to want the gig. She wants the gig handed to her. So you've got them all over the country. Even Trump's getting out there, right? And which and it's different because I'll, I'll say this. A Trump rally and an Obama thing. So Obama's going to go and he's going to try to rally the troops and do the things and da, 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 you know, do all the stuff. And he's going to talk about, you know, it's good for democracy. It's good for this. And it's, you know, and, and he's not, you know, if you vote, you know, Democrat, you're, you're gonna, you know, Joe's done a great job and, and they're going to make sure that you have, uh, you know, uh, choice and and to protect the environment. And Trump is going to go and go vote for these people. Now, here's an hour of why I was robbed. Democrats are optimistic. Issues like abortion can help turn the tide in razor thin races like in Georgia, where recent polls show Republican Herschel Walker gaining ground on Senator Raphael Warnock. But Walker, an anti-abortion candidate, is facing new fallout after a second woman came forward claiming he encouraged her to have an abortion after a multi-year affair nearly three decades ago. Yeah, so that's three decades ago. I mean, let's just say he did pay for that. Could he not have changed his mind? That's where I would go with this. I was young. I was stupid. uh, You know, whatever you want to say. But that's that's where you're going with that. But inflation is going to be the thing sitting on everybody's mind. Same thing in Ohio, right? Like, you, you know, you've got a close race. J.D. Vance seems to be in the lead, uh, you know, but you, you, you look over there and it's it's still a close race. So you got to stick with what you need to stick with, which is inflation, the economy. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Immigration, also a big one. Crime, a huge one. That is really starting to to move its way up the leaderboard, if you will. Across the country, kitchen table issues like rising inflation and the economy appear to be helping Republicans make headway with voters. Democrat Tim Ryan on defense overnight in Ohio as those issues dominated a Senate town hall. I think when it comes to inflation, we need a tax cut. We need to put money in people's pockets if we're going to weather the storm here. Republican nominee J.D. Vance trying to tie Ryan to Biden policies. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, if you're a Democrat, you're going to be tied to to the presidency. There's no doubt about that. So it'll be it's going to be interesting to see which one of these big names that everybody's brought out is going to be able to sway anybody. Right. Does Trump move the needle? I think they moves the needle much more in a primary than he does in a general will obama move the needle i don't know if obama will move the needle i just don't think and again i don't know how enthusiastic you know he's like man i'm doing netflix stuff i'm hanging out michelle and i having fun it's uh, joe you screwed this up right like come on you think he's gonna say i don't think he's gonna say that but i'm just you know floating it out there so we'll we'll see we'll see and i want i do i'm curious about 
if there is any sway. I've often wondered, it's like, what's the sway factor? Because influencers, I mean, let's be real, politicians are the first influencers. They're the first influencers. The town council people back in the day, they all, they're the first people who are truly the influencers. But are they able to influence today? Are they able to push things forward today? Are they able to get people to act today? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if, if Obama showing up in, in Nevada is going to move the needle. Democrats in Nevada bringing in their biggest star, former President Barack Obama, trying to shore up support in the silver state. This election requires every single one of us to do our part. It's that important. Obama saying the basic foundation of our democracy is at risk as recent polls show a dead heat between Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Masto and challenger Adam Laxalt, a pro-Trump Republican who sought to overturn the state's 2020 election results. Yeah. So and again, they're pulling out the big guns. They are. But does it move the needle? Because to me, to move a needle is you're going to a place. How many of those people or, and this is still old politics, are you talking to that's not already made up their mind? That's a more, if I was going to, you know, if I had to go campaign for somebody, uh, I don't want to do a rally. I want to do an impromptu something somewhere where people just happen to be that you can talk to people thing. Where, where, but showing up and doing a rally, you're, you're preaching to the choir. And that's the the issue right there. You'd be better off doing social media. You'd be better off uh, uh, having literally going into cafes and having conversations to probably sway people more so than doing something that isn't impromptu and is, quite frankly, uh, a room full of people that are already voting or have already voted for you. Just my two cents there. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. We got some more woke stuff. It is Wednesday. We'll get that little what's trending plus uh, pandemic amnesty. Talk about that because it needs to be talked about. This insanity of of they're just like, hey, you know, we screwed up. Sorry, but really, let's just all forget about it. We'll just we're good. We're good. We're good. No, we're not good. We're not good. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, mypillow.com slash Benson. You go there right now, they have the percale bed sheets. Normally ninety dollars for you, just a whopping thirty nine ninety eight. That is forty dollars. And they are awesome. Delivered right to you, six day money back guarantee. Imported, two hundred fifty thread count, absolutely fantastic. Tons of colors and styles to choose from. And your chance to take advantage of one of the sales of the year is going on now, MyPillow. On top of that, it's not just about the MyPillow, uh, you know, per kale bed sheets. It's the MyPillow itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two for ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, towels, big sale on towels. Uh, slippers, uh, the the mattress topper, you name it. Tons of deals on the MyPillow.com slash Benson website. But the per kale bed sheet right now, the Biggest sale of the year when it comes to sheets, and you can take advantage of it. Great Christmas gift. 16 money back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com slash Benson to save big. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson, Joe.
terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie. I sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! You You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Liam, Matt, Crash, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly, beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending in the webs of oh, the enter, shall we, kids? Number one trending thing today, the uh, Demonitos. An Indian Bangladesh in the uh, amazing uh, T20. That's the overs. So it's a, it's a cricket. Oh, okay. Christmas story is also trending because there is a Christmas story Christmas. And it looks actually very good. A uh, vast majority of the cast is brought back and... And he goes home uh, to uh, Dermot Gavin, who played the father's obviously passed away. But he goes home to show his kids, hey, this is where I came from. And it's kind of set in like the 70s. It uh, looks very interesting. Number one trending thing yesterday, 10 million searches on the old Google. Takeoff. What am I taking off? Takeoff. He was a member of the group Migos. He was fatally shot outside of a private party, I think at a bowling alley in Houston at like 2 in the morning. And uh, that was the number one trending thing yesterday. Some World Series stuff. Phillies. Five home runs. World Series records yesterday. Lots of Taylor Swift. T-Swift, baby. T-Swift. All the old T. CFP rankings. That's college football playoff rankings. They're out. Number one team. Volunteers. Oh. Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson round out the first CFP rankings. Right there. And uh, yes, uh, season has begun. We know what season that is. And she is no longer hiding away from it. She's not. She's not. Mariah Carey's letting everybody know I'm busy because it is that time of year where I cash my paychecks. Yeah, Christmas time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Head over to Google. Let's go over to Twitter now. Uh, Avatar, the way of water. Number one trending thing right now. Ooh, Mattress Mac trending. If you don't know who he is, Mattress Mac is this guy in Houston who's got all of these stores. Uh, they're mattress stores and furniture stores. And he does these insane bets for his Houston teams. And we're not talking about little bets here. He does stuff that's so crazy when it comes to bets. In fact, he has to go to like Vegas and Atlantic City and anywhere else. And they only let him bait, bet in certain increments. So he'll go and go, okay, I'll do 700000 here. I'll do 800000 here. I'll do 500000 there. And and he has bet, I think, $10 million if he wins. And, and if he wins, he's going to win $75 million. But he does a lot of great things as well. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that if I win, uh, everybody gets a free mattress kind of thing. It's It's crazy. So uh, uh, Liz Cheney, lots of politics today on the old Twitter. North Korea, once again, fires at least 10 missiles following threats over U.S.-South Korea military drills. Was it the Sea of Japan again? It was. They're very angry at the Sea of Japan. 
Very, very angry kids. Oh, my Lord. And uh, the whole thing with the, the Migos uh, thing and Takeoff. If you don't know who Takeoff is, again, it's you know, many of you listening don't. But it is a, it's a weird thing when it comes to hip-hop and what's going on in the hip-hop and rap game. We talked to hip-hop homicide's host Van Lathan on Tuesday afternoon, hours after news broke about the death of rapper Takeoff from the group Migos. I can tell you one thing. Whatever was the reason behind this, it wasn't worth it. We don't yet know all the details that led to Takeoff's murder, but Lathan says certain things in society have shifted, leading to an epidemic. Clout plus social media plus some of the aspects of the music is just this this cauldron of dysfunction. WeTV's Hip Hop Homicides will examine recent murders, including Pop Smoke, XXXTentacion, and more. Yeah, and it's and it's you, you go back and you look at things like as a kid growing up, I grew up in Long Beach, Strong Beach, California. I went to Poly, I went to Long Beach Wilson for a while. Uh, you know, and I, I, I grew up. You know, that was my hood, if you will. Uh, and you know, I mean, this is there's Snoop Dogg. You know, uh, there is. I mean, there's th- this is where I came from. The time I came from. Their goal was to talk about what they see and the life that they see around them, but was to take that and to do other things with it. And it was very interesting because while there was issues and incidents, especially when they're younger, there is none of that stuff anymore. And it's a weird thing where it's it's no longer about getting out of the hood. right? It's about bringing the hood in some cases, as I heard somebody say yesterday, with them. And it, it's... You know, I mean, could you imagine if like today was like, oh, yeah, did you hear that, you know, like uh, there was beef with, you know, Bieber and Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande with Taylor Swift and something. I mean, it's just it's it's a weird situation and it's sad. It's sad that you work so hard to build something to influence certain things, have kids and people look up to you and then to die at a bowling alley. Because of a drive by potentially. Uh, that's that's just doesn't make sense. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Let's do some woke and what's pandemic amnesty. Chad Benson show. The Chad Benson show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Five and a half-ish days, but who's counting? I am. Over it. Let's move on. Let's talk about lawsuits. Let's talk about the real stuff that matters. Yeah, let's talk about that. I don't think, does anybody even know what we're voting for and who and why? I mean, do we even know? Or is it like, well, they got an R by their name, so I'm voting for it. That's all that matters. It's got a D by its name, or it's anti-Trump, so I'm voting for it. It's all that matters. I'm like, I that's I, I can't do that, but you know, if I like you because you make sense and there's common sense in in what you're saying, and that I think that you could get some stuff done, okay, okay, let's talk about it. But uh, if it's just you vote for me because uh, I, I can't do that. That's just so stupid. But alas, here we are. 
And we're going to somebody. It's like one of those things where it's like, well, somebody's got to win. <laughs> you ever watch one of those Sunday? You're stuck and like, you know, it, it's Amazon spent all this money on football, right? For Thursday nights, a billion dollars for one game a week for 15 games, I think, or 16 games, something like that. And, you know, they're projecting. All right. Well, you know, these teams and these guys are on the move. And these guys are on the move, too. And, and then it comes and it's like, oh, my God, it's the Jags and the Bears. And one's 2-14 and 14, and the other one's 1-15. One and 15, And you're just like, somebody's got to win. And that's the way it feels sometimes. Somebody's got to win unless, of course, they tie and then there's lawsuits. But it's kind of where I'm at. You know, I mean, yesterday we talked about it, that there's many people out there who are Republicans and many people in the country, even independents, are like, look, I prefer to vote Republican, especially right now, because I think with inflation, the economy, crime, immigration, I think they'll do a better job. But I don't like the candidate. It's not like the candidate on the left side of the aisle is any better. Right. You got John Fetterman, who's all over the place. If you got heard yesterday, he was on with uh, Don Lemon, who is now forced to do like a morning show. On, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, I turned around, he's he's doing a morning show with uh, on CNN. You know, it's like it's like he's got a coffee cup now. He's like, oh, this is good. Is this what it says? Tea? It's fantastic. <laughs> this is great. How do we carve pumpkins? <laughs> it's like that's where that's where it's down. Now let's talk about something real. But he he actually got it. You know, he was on with Fetterman uh, about you know, hey, uh, you're fracking things. A perfect example, right? inflation, things like that. And he, and he hit him hard on, on a few things. And I like that. Well, let's talk about inflation because that's a big concern for voters. What do you think the biggest cause of inflation is? And should the Biden administration be doing more? No, I, I just do. I, I think the, it, that simply is also, we have this talk about the trillions in, in massive tax, uh, or tax uh, cuts to the corporate uh, tax structure as well. True. You know, trillions of dollars that have added to the deficit. And and now they still want to support those as well. True. Well, that made sense. Uh, look, uh, tax cuts. Yeah. Did they help? When you go look at it, they, did they help the middle class? They did. Did they help corporations? Of course they did. Durr. That being said, uh, how much? How, why is it every month I go and I see on, you know, the front cover of CNN and Drudge and everywhere else says, we've taken in record revenue. And yet we're still not doing anything anything to stop the spending as we raised again rates again never once bringing up the fact that every time we raise those rates it cost america more and more not our debt the 30 gazillion dollars that we've racked up but it's okay we'll just print money oh boy i think in terms of being very serious about uh, addressing inflation is is making sure that those rates are brought back into a line with what they they should have been uh, where they're able to uh, fight uh, the, 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 the deficit. Well said. Or not. I feel bad for him because I really believe his wife wants to gig far more than he does. I think he was enjoying life, living off his mom and dad. So if you don't know anything about him, didn't have a real job until he was in his 40s. And by real job, it's the kind of job where you're the mayor of a town of 1,700 people, but the mayor before you was a cat. <laughs> And he did better, right? You went to Harvard. Mom and dad gave you 50, 60, 70 grand a year. You know, your sister gave you a house for a, a dollar. 
You know, it's and and everything is it's it's very much he is is a person who is manufactured a lot of the look and the stuff. You know, for those of you guys who don't know, like David Beckham. All right, you see David Beckham and he's, you know, he's he's you know, he's modeled a lot of himself after me, especially his workout regime. But David Beckham, when you first look at David Beckham when he was a kid, he was none of the things that and then when he got with Paw Spice and Victoria's like, well, let's do this with your hair. Let's do that. So much of David was the crafting of that look was was about that. And that's a lot of what they did with him. And, you know, it's a cool guy driving around in a Jeep with the top down, you know, just look at me. I'm doing it for the little guy. But yet mom and dad are supporting your entire life. So and then you throw in the fact that he had a stroke. But, you know, Mem and Oz, it's going to be a it's, both of them must think to themselves, how am I losing to the witch doctor? And on the other side, he's thinking, how am I listening to a guy who never had a real job and can't really do the job that needs to be done? Well, that's modern politics. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. It is called Pandemic Amnesty. What is it? Hmm. Great article in The Atlantic. Uh in the sense that they're asking, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID by Emily Oster. We do? Yeah, we do. And in the uh, the article, she talks about, you know, all the stuff. There's a pre, pre, you know, these precautions were totally misguided. Right. And 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 some of them were 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 you know overdone and people yelling you know uh, social distancing and the masking and all of that stuff and and now they want some revisionist history about the insanity of what went on and they want pandemic amnesty over all the crazy rules the regulations the destruction of schools as far as kids learning and the education and setting them back decades in many cases as far as learning across the board many kids who may struggle with this for a very long time i i I, we're just we're not even talking about the emotional side of it then you throw in everything else and i'm sorry you don't get that As record low reading and math scores reveal the impact of school shutdowns, the president of America's second largest teachers union is trying to shift the blame. Randy Weingarten tweeting, quote, this uh, disruption was everywhere and it was bad regardless of whether schools were remote or in person. Close quote. Meanwhile, at The Atlantic, uh, they are calling to declare a pandemic amnesty and forgive the leaders behind those shutdowns. Forget it. Yeah, forget it. And it wasn't just about the shutdowns. I mean, we could talk about that a lot. And there was a lot of that. And Randy Weingart for the teachers unions, just like, oh, well, you know, you know, no, you used it. You, you, you hurt children. You screamed about it. You knew the data was out there and you still played the game. You are an asshat of epic proportions. Sorry, there's no forgiveness. And when I talk about it, I'm coming from a point. Not only did I see my, my son was blessed and lucky. His school was set up in a much better way. Right. He was out here in Arizona, even though he's in California, a lot of the time with us. So he had his brothers and sisters to play with. Uh, Arizona was far more, you know, open and, and, you know, but it still hurt him a bit. But I look at it from my little brothers, my adopted nephews who are my little brothers now, and the damage that was done with them already struggling with learning issues. 
the damage that was done to them was tremendous. And then watching my other little brother who went to a private school in California, and he is so much further ahead of his other brothers that he's old, that he's younger than because they never shut down it. Sorry, this is on you. And the way you went after people, the way that you got everybody involved in the big tech world, it's like, oh, my God, it's not a real story. It's a lie. It's this. It's that. All of that stuff lied. Because if Trump said it, oh, it's got to be a lie. Remember how many times did Trump say, hey, cure can't be worse than the disease, especially when it comes to our kids? Because everybody had seen the data. Everybody had seen it. Everybody had seen the things that were going on, but it still didn't matter. And the way they tried to destroy people. The way they went after people, to discredit people, that's so much of what it was. I've always said, you go look at like uh, Lance Armstrong, for all the good he did, when he eventually, and by the way, he never tested positive for anything. He just knew he was going to run out of money. So he did his mea copa kind of thing, and that's what the French really wanted, even though they could never catch the guy. And by the there is no sport in the world more dirty than cycling. All of that being said, it wasn't so much that he cheated or whatever. It was what he did to people who said that he cheated and how he destroyed their lives. And that's so much of what this was about. And they want forgiveness? No, 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 no. Sorry. Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, Winsome Sears. What do you make of Randy Weingarten, the uh, president of the American Federation of Teachers, saying, look, Mistakes were made, but we did it in the best interest and just forget about all that stuff. And she doesn't even apologize for the fact that our kids uh, math and reading scores have tanked. Yes, this is what they do. She was one of the major proponents of closing our schools. And unfortunately, most of these Democrat governors listened to her and did exactly that. And now they're saying, oh, you know, just forget about it. No, no, there is no forgetting about it. And here's the thing, the proponents out there, so many of these Democrats who are like, we care about the little people and we care about the, you know, the minorities and all the stuff because they because they want to put you in that position where they care about you because you can't do it on yourself, your own. Guess who was hurt the most? Was it upper middle class white kids? Nah, mom and dad can go get themselves a tutor. Was it uh, Asian American kids? No, mom and dad, again, make sure that they were on top of it all. Was it Latino kids who didn't have access to Wi-Fi? high speed or maybe only had one computer in the house to share with two or three kids same thing with 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 african-american kids. yeah yeah poor poor kids absolutely you played a game and you wanted to use it to flex your political muscles and let's take away the learning side of it the psychological fragile nature of kids who aren't as strong as they once were Part of that's the parenting side of things, but you've made it so much worse. We have an epidemic of, of, of kids in anxiety and mental health challenges right now in this country. And it's so much of it points back to this, but everybody's like, well, we just didn't know. No, we knew. We knew, we knew where it came from. Right. They also bring that up. It's like, well, there was a whole thing with the, the Wuhan lab. And but you couldn't say that or you get kicked off YouTube or Twitter. Or you couldn't even ask the question. What a bunch of horse crap. No amnesty. Sorry. You didn't want to give people amnesty for asking questions 16 months ago. You don't get it now.
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Chad. My dogs are healthy. You want your dog to be healthy? Try Rough Greens. Maybe got frustrated. Dog's a little bit older, right? Maybe doesn't have the energy that they used to have. Well, Rough Greens is a supplement, canine Vita Smart. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, all this amazing stuff. It's going to help your dog with its energy. It's going to help your dog with its with its fur, with its digestive tract. It's got all of these amazing nutrients and stuff in it, and it's just fantastic. It really is. It's helped my dogs with, with all of those things, and especially my older dog with his joint pain and hip pain. You're going to find it that it really is amazing and it works. And right now, Dr. Dennis Blacks wants you to try it for free. All that you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. They're going to get you a bag out for free. You don't change anything. You just sprinkle it on top of your dog's food and let it go. Try it now for free. It's called Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio, medium rare, and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. Trans activists have taken over a women's restroom at UNAM's University in Mexico, calling it a neutral bathroom. According to a report by Redux, this happened after feminist students were confronted by trans activists for painting a lesbian pride symbol that left out the trans community. It is important to point out that soon after the confrontation, the activists demanded a gender-neutral restroom. Administrators agreed to their demands, but the trans group didn't wait for the university to designate one. Instead, they took over the largest women's restroom in the Faculty of Philosophy. (laughs) I love it. So wait a minute. The lesbians didn't add something to the mural, which was a trans individual. So therefore, it was on. Despite the takeover, in a letter in Spanish, the faculty seemed to have accepted the new gender-neutral restroom, saying, quote, Our faculty is one dedicated to study and the practice of humanities. Because of that, there is no room for discourse that undermine the human rights of people who make up our community. This has sparked outrage from women's groups. Women's voices tweeted. You know what, women? You need to shut up, okay? You need to shut up. That's what you guys need to do. I'm kidding. Be loud. You're a woman. You're different. You're completely being left out of all of these conversations. And I love it when, when you know, J.K. Rowling brings it. Ray Fiennes came out and defended her the other day. You, you, you're being, the other day, the CDC slyly pushed away out, out of the thing. It's now birthing people. You don't even have that. You don't. You got none of that stuff anymore. You are neutralized in this. How, how do you feel? I am woman, hear me roar. Not anymore. Not anymore. And every time somebody becomes a trans activist and and then joins a company, they get to be the woman of the year. Last time I checked, sounds like being a woman is pretty easy. It's not very nice, Chad. I'm just saying. And I love the philosophies like, well, we don't know what to do. We kind of created this mess. so We got to let him go in there. (sighs) Micah, I thought there was going to be a mini fight, a mini, mini fight. Uh Oh, it's on. Uh-oh. It's literally a Mexican standoff. <laughs> was that was that the Chad, you shouldn't have said that. Producer Phil, mind everybody uh what nature may do to you. Nature will mess you up. Good eye at Wheel Might and, and we had an issue in Australia. 
They came running down the, the tent area saying that there's a code one, get out of your tent, leave your belongings behind, run, come with us, and we had to run to this, it was only about 50, 70 meters. They opened the door, everyone got in, they counted us, and they locked the door. Yeah, in Australia, uh, they had an issue, yeah, a couple of lions got out today. Five lions, yeah, that's one adult and four clubs were located outside of their main exhibit enclosure at 6.30am. Yeah, so we had that going for us, and it's uh, not good. You know, when they take their cubs, let me tell you something, the cubs are following, there's the issue right there. If a big lion got out, chances are nothing's going to happen. But when there's cubs around, they're going to protect. They're going to protect. Oh, uh, yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, so why, how do we get them back, Jim? Four of the lions calmly made their way back into their main exhibit and dens, and one lion cub was safely tranquilized. All animals are now safe in their back-of-house exhibit and are being closely monitored. Yeah. Translation. While nature may mess you up, sometimes you go somewhere to be closer with nature in a place where you can view nature and nature decides it may want to view and or eat you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet out of text the program. Love hearing from all of you. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson six days one two three four five six days baby one two three four five six days and then we get to i guess argue about should you concede should you not concede i think that's going to be the big thing that's what's going to happen here. Should you concede? Should you not concede? You know, it's funny. As I watch all this stuff, ego plays the biggest role in all of this. Nobody wants to admit they got beat. Nobody wants to admit they lost. Nobody does. Nobody. No. So, so that's, you know, it, well, I didn't lose. It was stolen. Even seeing what's going on in, in uh, Brazil right now. Uh, and, you know, look, I mean... We look, it's funny, we look over to a place like Brazil, which is not a third world country, although there's some third world-ish country parts of it. But the reality is, is it was so close. You know, Lula, Bolsonaro, Lula, and and he's like, okay, you can, I'm going to transfer power, but I'm not going to concede. And it's so weird because so much of it is ego. And so I just, I'm telling you guys this now, here's one thing you can count on almost certainty. Nobody's going to know who won Georgia till December when there's a runoff. I do not think either of them are going to get over that 50% threshold. And there's going to be plenty of lawsuits. There is going to be plenty of lawsuits. That being said, policy used to be talked about. It isn't anymore. And uh, people are looking around saying to themselves, hey, guys, uh, what about policy? What about doing some stuff for the country? Well, even then, it's blame somebody else. Right? 
blame somebody else. That's where we are. We blame somebody else, even if that's something that you were blaming has no real bearing on this. And they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, I think in Iraq because that's where my son died. Now, your son uh, died in a hospital, I think, in Texas. That being said, I think you and a lot of people thought maybe the burn pits were a part of that. I know there's going to be a lot of that talked about today. That being said, uh, the reality is, is it's somebody else's fault. So when oil prices go down and you look out and say, I brought oil down, I brought gas prices down, you, you say, that's because of me. But when things go up, it's because of somebody else. Yes, that's the modern world we live in today. It's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. I wasn't the person that screwed up. It was somebody else. Now, sometimes in life that happens. It does. Let's not pretend that it doesn't, right? Like, I've screwed up on many occasions. And you stand up and you raise your hand. That's what I tell my kids all the time. You mess up. You make a mistake. You do something and it hurts somebody. And, and, and you did it on, on, on a purposeful way, knowing it was probably going to hurt somebody. You stand up and you say, you know what, that was my bad. Uh, I take responsibility for that. Right? Th- those are the things that, that you, st- but in politics, the beauty of politics is you never have to tell the truth, ever. It's no big deal. You can perpetuate lies all day. And no matter what happens, it's somebody else's fault. And that's a sad, sad world that we live in, that we're at that point where, yeah, it's somebody else's fault. Rhetoric is loud. It's angry. People are pissed. People are upset about inflation, right? The economy, they don't know where, you know, is this up? Is this down? People are frustrated. They're hearing things like grocery store prices are through the roof. Uh, They're not hearing about it. They're feeling it. Inflation is hitting the grocery store hard. A dozen eggs up more than a dollar last year. A bag of chips now six oh five, and a two-liter bottle of soda topping two dollars. All while food companies report record profits. Pepsi saying profits for its chips and drinks rose twenty percent in the last year, proving many customers are still managing to pay the higher prices, at least for now. Yeah. Oh well, see, automatically they're bad, right? Because they've made a profit. Well, they're, they're profiteers. No, they're taking advantage of an opportunity. Maybe people are still buying it. You're not forced to buy those kind of things. And by the way, Pepsi and PepsiCo and a lot of these other things, we think they're only making a profit on us and the rest of the world's getting for free. There's a much bigger thing at play here. But even then, right, you know, well, why is, you know, oil prices are so ridiculous high? Look at all the profits they make. Uh, so automatically it's them. They're the profiteers. They're evil and bad. Not understanding economics 101, and you know this, Biden, I would like to think you do, that this is, you're silly. When he came out and attacked the oil companies the other day, that's just ridiculous. The fact that he wants to try to levy some sort of tax, which it will be unconstitutional and won't pass the smell test, again, is silly. But we live in silly times. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us text the program love hearing from all of you so the nut job was in court yesterday who tacked Paul Pelosi and I know like look the the minute it happened and it started coming out 
it it you just thought okay the conspiracy side of things is going to show up uh first and foremost was it politically motivated uh yeah there was politics involved it was it because he was a sane normal tax-paying united states citizen which he's not he's an illegal alien uh he's a canadian so don't think he's supposed to be here you know uh but no he was a person who's nuts and the more you hear about his plan and what he wanted to do the more you realize the guy is lost it he's flown the coop as prosecutors try to convince the courts to keep david DePappy in jail instead of letting him post bail in a new court filing they say he was on a suicide mission and planned to target other california and federal politicians in court DePap had long combed back hair he appeared coherent his arm in a sling his public defender saying he has a dislocated shoulder that he received during his arrest yeah and it was a suicide mission you know and we heard what he you know he, we heard that he wanted to tie nancy up and break her knees he was talking about others that he wanted to get to uh that included other federal uh politicians as well as local politicians uh he but he it was a suicide mission but the guy is not all there and you know and then you know when we let's uh, earlier this morning even i saw they were talking about it on uh i think cnn uh had it on uh, the let's not forget that the 60s were tumultuous they were chaotic they were crazy there was there was violence everywhere there was riots in the streets uh you go back and look at the political violence took place even before that but you think about you know medgar evers uh, jfk bobby uh, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, you can go on and on about the the political violence that took place there. And then you get all the way through into the 70s and 80s. People tried to kill Ford. I don't know why people tried to kill Ford, but they were, you know, I think it was, wasn't Manson's people, right? You, you, you had somebody shot Reagan. I mean, political violence is not new. And then let's not forget the the years of, of you know, the weather underground and, and the bombings and, and things of that nature. There was so much political rhetoric and violence. The one thing that we have that they didn't have is a way to connect crazy and to give crazy another rabbit hole to go down. And that's the Internet. And this guy is, I mean, if you read his, his, some of his stuff, he's all over the place. Uh, and of course, you know, the opportunity to make it political is, is there. So you run and you say, all right, let's, let's make this political because it's good for the brand. We are at a point in, in the United States where political rhetoric has become too inflammatory. And that right there is the, uh, you know, the police chief out there in San Francisco. But can I just say for a second that, you know, was it not Biden what, several weeks ago appearing on the footsteps of the Capitol, you know, with with Marines to either side and the and the and the dark red, you know, over his shoulders, you know, basically saying that, that ultra magas are the evil that are, are this nation and started going on about that. And then lo and behold, a couple days later, not brought up guy in South Dakota, an 18 year old kid and, and a grown man got into some sort of argument over politics. And the guy ran the kid over and killed him in a small town in South Dakota where the kid talking to his mother who knows the man who knows the man 
because it's a small town. They've all met. Runs the kid over because he thinks he was going to uh, go get a bunch of people and the ultra magas were going to come for him. Political rhetoric is out of control. Yeah, I mean, it's it, but it's been that way forever and a day. The difference now is how fast it spreads and being able to reach people in a way that is way different than ever before. But to say that this is somehow like our first real go into political violence or any of that stuff is foolish. But with all the responsibility of our free speech, there, you know, and and all, I mean, all the the blessings of our free speech, there is responsibility goes with it. And that is the understanding that not everybody gets that it is theatrics. And that's something to think about. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Raycon, best earbuds around. You'll love your Raycons. You can get them right now at a deep discount already starting under 100 bucks. But if you want earbuds that are going to last, if you want earbuds that you can wear all day without feeling like there's something digging in your ear, if you want something that has got eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, you've got an amazing set of colors and fit and style, this is what's for you. Three different sound modes. So you got the isolation mode. When you're really serious, you want to focus on something. You don't want to be bothered. Uh, you've got that mode that's awareness where you, you're hearing a little bit more from outside because, well, you want to know what your surroundings are like, but you still want to be able to hear whatever it is that you're listening to. And then they've got just the regular mode. Easy to use, incredible, fully charged. You're going to get these and love them. Half the price of other premium uh, audio brands out there right now. Save an extra 15%. Like I said, they start already at $100. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad. That's buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. If it is Woke Wednesday, we'll get Woke too. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. This is actually the only the third time in uh, Powerball's 30-year history that this has reached that $1 billion mark. The record was back in January of 2016 at $1.5 billion. So how did we get to this point? Well, there have been no jackpot winners for 38 drawings in a row. This means no one has matched all six numbers. Until uh, tonight when I win, uh, which we already know is going to happen, so you guys don't even need to play. None of you even need to play. Tonight I shall win, and then the party shall start for all of us, and it will be a party. So it is the second, or uh, well, it's $1.2 billion. Didn't we get to a billion earlier this year, if I'm correct? We're closing in on number one. I think we might get there if it goes sideways tonight and nobody wins. Now, the question you're asking, Chad, give me the straight truth about the odds. One in 24.9 for winning a prize. This is any prize, so that doesn't sound that bad, but here are your odds of winning that jackpot. One in 292.0 million. You're more likely to get bit by a snake, have quadruplets, find a pearl in an oyster, and get this one. Get killed by a vending machine than you are to win this jackpot. So you're saying there's a chance. That's all I'm looking for, baby. Tell me there's a chance. By the way, I've been bitten by numerous snakes. Uh, so what do you think of apples that are those apples? That's, I don't think that's the kind of snake they were talking about. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about a venomous snake. You need to point that out. Okay. It's all we're asking. Just point it out. So the chance tonight to win a lot of money 
When everything's said and done, we're looking at closer to 1.3 something. You're probably looking at 650 million is your take. I mean, what you can do with it, I'm just letting you know, is great. I mean, it's not as great as what I'm going to do with mine, but it's going to be pretty awesome. So tonight, if you're thinking to yourself, God, inflation's up, you can now, with this win, you can afford some bacon. Right? Right? Isn't it amazing, though? This is what I was, I was talking to my buddy yesterday about this. In the country you live in, right? How amazing it is. If you think about this for just a second, there are people starving around the world, and and there are people that are are struggling just to get running water. There's a war zone in what was semi-modernish kind of areas, although you know, Ukraine was kind of still back-assward uh, in a lot of ways. And we're going to give somebody the opportunity, and by that I mean everybody, the opportunity to win when all is said and done, after the taxes, after everything, somewhere between 600 and $700 million. Soak that up, if you will. Oh, and I did. Oh, I did. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you on this beautiful, amazing Tuesday. You know, uh, this is we're going to get a little deeper in this in a little bit about immigration because Mayorkas is talking about it. And there's more wackiness about that thing that took place near El Paso the other day that included... And it was so weird to watch because when you finally get all of the footage, because, again, we jump to conclusions. Nobody's interested about right or wrong. They're more about first nowadays. And we see that because if it bleeds, it leads. Well, now, if it leads, it wins in setting a narrative. But the 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 weird standoff between, I guess it was Honduran and Venezuelan migrants, right? who were trying to come here illegally. And on the other side, and it was a small little part of the, of the Rio Grande, and on the other side, you have uh, the, the border patrols. And they're standing there, and it just reminded me of, it looked like one of those things that were college football teams. They both come out, and they'll stand at you know, the center uh, uh, of the field, and they're like five, ten yards away from each other, and they're like looking at each other and bouncing up and down. It was that kind of thing. And then I guess there was like a, almost looked like a bum rush, but a guy's got a giant Venezuelan flag. And it's huge. And at first, I'm like, okay, is he doing that because he wants to say, look, I'm from Venezuela. You guys are giving people opportunities to come here from Venezuela, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Or are you saying, look, I'm from Venezuela. You've invited me here. I'm going to be Venezuelan in your country, and damn it, I want in. And, you know, the narrative was, oh, they fired on them with non-lethal projectiles. It was like paintballs, but without the paint. And then you come to find out, well, wait a minute. This guy hits one of the officers with, with the flagpole. And then somebody was throwing rocks. Well, several people throwing rocks. Well, one of them struck and hit an officer, wounded him. But it's that narrative that never gets heard. And part of that is the whole thing. It's no longer if it bleeds, it leads. If it leads, it wins. And that's what sets the narrative. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. To Twitter. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, 
independent life. This is Chad Benson. Six days, six days and counting, six days and counting till midterms. Thank God. So we can finally start the hooping and the hollering about all the other stuff. And people can start getting on to what they really want to talk about, which is, the you know, the politics of 2024 and the presidential election. <sighs> Isn't it wacky? I mean, it's, 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 it's a never ending season of politics. It used to be, you know, I was talking to producer Anthony. We talk about this on numerous occasions, and I, I think we've even mentioned it. You know, there, there's like everything else. It's football season, baseball season, all that stuff. But politics has its ebbs and flows, right? Like Fridays, they usually do some sort of dump that they, you know, that people can kind of ignore and argue, but then they'll talk about it on Sunday shows and they'll take off on Monday. And and then you have that time of the year where you know, okay, they're shutting down. Summertime slow. Uh, so people take vacation, you know, and, and, and then, you know, the winter is the kind of same thing. It's just nonstop now because we have a 24-7 news cycle. Uh, I can't wait to get away from it. It is Wednesday, folks, though, and we are six days away from the election. Which way will it go? Well, that's going to say a lot about where we head. Will we be less woke or more woke? It's Wednesday. Let's get woke. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. When babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl. But sometimes the doctor is wrong. She, it, Lucy is a girl. Are you she, they pronouns? They, them, they, who are they? There was two of them? The fun thing about me is yesterday I came out of trans with my whole family. So let's go. Rock frogs, pronouns. That sounds so cool. Let me introduce you to our non-binary alpaca. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and my students know this. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. What if I want to be called Sir Elton John? It's time for Woke Wednesday. That's right, kids. Let's get woke. Let's get Wednesday woke as we get you over said hump. Trans. It's a big thing, right? Like trans is, it, it's it's the in thing. Right. That's it's crazy to say it's the in thing. But it's something where, you know, people you tread lightly on it. You tread lightly. I'm like, no, you gotta be honest about it. We have to have conversations. And because you don't like the conversation or the conversation's tough, doesn't mean you don't have the conversation. I think we have the conversation. And the issue when it comes to kids and trans issues is something we absolutely must talk about. So the question is about coming out to students, and as a teacher who has worked with elementary, middle, and high school aged students, I think I can help you out a little bit here. The first thing you should do is just keep your language simple, because this teacher specifically is working with elementary school kids. You want to use language they're going to understand based off experiences they have. Just say something simple like this. Here's what I said. I used to be a boy, but that made me hurt. It made me feel uncomfortable. So I went to a doctor, we talked, now I take medicine, and I'm a girl. Oh, well, that's that's that simple, huh? Well, they're, 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 well, you know, I mean, it's that simple. Yeah, it used to be a boy, but I decided eh, the doctor made a mistake. And uh, uh, so I take some medicine now, my girl. There you go. That's all you really need to know. It's not a perfect explanation. If you're not on hormones or you don't want to take hormones, it's not the best. But it can be a really good starting point. If you're not on hormones, I would just say that your doctor and you decided to do things like this. And it's going to be what's good for you to make you happy. Kids understand that. Generally speaking, kids like making people happy, you know? Now, you may see some purpose in going more in-depth later on, but starting with that foundation is good for kids. 
It's not, actually. It's not. And uh, case in point, the National Health Service. So if you don't know who the NHS is, I was a card-carrying member. That is the card you get over there uh, that, you know, is, 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 hey, this is the National Health. This is my insurance, if you will. This is National Health uh, Services. So we have our FDAs and our CDCs and our, our you know, our NA, you know, I was at National Health Institute, uh, NHI, and all of those things. Well, they're the it over there they're the it and they've got some new stuff to talk about uh when it comes to gender we're running towards it they're like we're running away from it first and foremost as biden gets out there and says hey everybody should be able to get this whenever they want wherever they want uh they're like no United Kingdom Health uh, National Services says most children claiming to be transgender may be going through a transient phase uh, they have planned and have started gender-affirming treatment restrictions on minors who claim to be transgender. So the restrictions are going to be a what? Puberty blockers. And medical doctors, not therapists, will be expected to lead provisions of transgender services. Meaning, the therapist doesn't get to decide that you get all these hormones and all this stuff. We're going to leave that to a doctor. Oh. Top surgeries. Mm-mm. No, we're not doing those. They want a clinical approach to the mindfulness of the risk of the inappropriate gender transition that children may experience in returning to the original gender role upon entering puberty. Oh. So if you believe that you're a girl or a boy and you live that way for a while and, you, okay, you're, you're not going back, that is one thing. And you're seeing a therapist, which is the way it was done a long time ago. Again, go look at how transgender therapy you know and back when it was called a sex change how that took place it was not go to a therapist get prescribed some drugs make an appointment to have top surgery and away you go there were years of psychological evaluations and things of that nature then it gets interesting the nhs provided that the state of social transitioning. So that's somebody who's like, you're going to school and the teacher goes, hey, you want to use they, them pronouns or he, she or him, you know, whatever, and change your name. And you used to be Larry. Now you're going to be Lucy. Uh-uh. They said the changing of one's name and appearance to be in line with self-perception should only be considered when the young person experienced clinical. So clinically, they got to go significant distress. And on top of that, they must fully comprehend the implications of affirming a social transition. So they're taking it away from even the they, them, he, she, which will upset the activist, the older generation. And part of the reason this is happening is because, A, there's been no studies, real significant studies, and they bring that up. They're worried about a few things. First and foremost, what happens when it comes to cardiovascularists, cancer? A weakened ability to fight certain diseases, including sexually transmitted diseases, infertility. And these are just a few of their concerns. Oh. Plus, they said no systemically, systemical studies have been done at all when it comes to puberty blockers in the long term. Little to no empirical data guiding clinical practices when it comes to hormonal treatment in adolescence. They want to get it right. That wrong? Well, for some people, it'll flip them out. But we're running at it, right? Like, it's okay. It's not okay. It's wrong. Activists have hijacked something 
because they think it's great. What would you know? My godson used to be my goddaughter. My oldest is going through, is she a boy? Is she a girl? Is she a boy? Well, when she's around certain people, they really push it. When she's left to her own devices, not so much. Oh, plus she's on the spectrum. She doesn't understand a lot of different things. There are so many things that go into this, but it is amazing that the conversations can't be had because if it is, you're stopped in your tracks. As we run towards it, the rest of the world from the, the, yes, the, the, the Danish, the Swedes, oh, the Vegans, that's the Norwegians, the Finns are like, eh, let's, let's, let's pump the brakes here. Not us. We're like, let's do this. Crazy chaos. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other stuff. On top of that, hey, you know what? It's Woke Wednesday, and we are talking woke stuff. And if you are going to have top surgery, what do you do with the nip? Hi, uh, Soy Gallagher. I am a plastic and reconstructive surgeon with special interest in gender affirmation surgery. We're going to talk about uh, a topic I get asked about a lot, and that is, uh, do I have to have the nipples uh, put back on again? No, you don't. You don't You don't have to, uh, to, to do that. You can just, you don't want them, don't do them. Yeah, don't have anything. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, it's the beauty. Just do whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. So okay. um, if uh, the nipples um, do nothing to affirm you or you want rid of them or whatever the reason would be, uh, be it's a simpler surgery, a shorter surgery. It knocks about an hour after uh, off your surgery. It can be difficult if we uh, do the surgery and we get rid of the nipples. Um, it, it, certainly in the future, if forever, for whatever reason, the patient did desire nipples in the future, it can be a reconstructed nipple never looks as good as um, what uh, we would make if we were using your own tissue in the first place yeah yeah see that's where we are so just just it's just crazy the fact that we're having this conversation in today's world and that we're told we can have this conversation in today's world that's the other side of it because if you do you could get fired or you can get in trouble but as I've talked to several doctors, Abigail Schreier wrote that incredible book about you know transitioning and the the cult of what it is is that doctors nowadays are damned if they do and damned if they don't. If you don't give me what I want, I'll sue you and will ruin you. If you do give it to me, and in a few years I find out I made a gravest mistake, I'm going to come and sue you and go, why didn't you stop me? Crazy, right? Let me tell you what's not crazy. Raycon, best ear buds around. Love my Raycons. Uh, right now, Raycons got some amazing things going on. First of all, for those of you who think Raycons are only about earbuds, uh, you're wrong. Started there, but has branched out to many other things. They've got everything you can think of. They've got gaming headphones. They've got incredible speakers. I mean, you name it, they have got it. Right now, site-wide, 20% for the holidays, right? That's huge. So you go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Use code EARLYBF. You're going to get 20% off site-wide for everything right so whether it's it's a gamer in, in your life that you want to get something for the fitness lover i mean you don't want to be out there fighting the karen's caroling do you know what i mean out there how about just take a step back and go let me get all the things my kids my family are going to love with raycon on top of that they've got 
bundles, holiday bundles that are incredible. Those are 30% off. Again, go to buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use code EARLYBF. You're going to get 30% off those holiday bundles. They're everywhere, but save big with the best earbuds, headphones, speakers, and everything else with battery life up to 54 hours. The best fit, the best sound, the best quality. It is Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use that code EARLYBF to get 20% off site-wide when you're making a purchase or do a holiday bundle and save 30% right there. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. We talked to hip-hop homicide host Van Lathan on Tuesday afternoon, hours after news broke about the death of rapper Takeoff from the group Migos. I can tell you one thing. Whatever was the reason behind this, it wasn't worth it. We don't yet know all the details that led to Takeoff's murder, but Lathan says certain things in society have shifted, leading to an epidemic. Clout plus social media plus some of the aspects of the music. It's just this this cauldron of dysfunction. WeTV's Hip Hop Homicides will examine recent murders, including Pop Smoke, XXX Tentacion, and more. You know, what's interesting is, you know, so uh, this uh, takeoff gets killed the other day, and he's part of Migos. We were discussing yesterday a couple of the youngsters around here uh, about this. Eh. It's kind of the eh, attitude. And people, if you think about it, it's sad, but the reality is, is, you know, you look at somebody like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and, you know, I mean, I grew up in, you know, Strong Beach, you know, uh, you know, we went to school together for God's sakes, you know, I, I, I coached soccer at Long Beach Poly, went to school a bit at Long Beach Poly and Snoop went there and he was older than me, but, you know, you know, went to several the junior highs together with a lot of these guys and, and the goal was to get out of it, not to leave it and never talk about it or bring attention to the, you know, the inner city and their life, but was to, to, to speak about it. And, you know, if you go and, and, you know, you know, any of the story of NWA and stuff, a lot of it, you know, people look at, you know, Easy e was, was kind of the gangster while the other guys grew up in and around it and on the, the periphery of it, but their goal was to get out of it. And it's and and you know this for like the music world or for people like hip hop like oh takeoff is dead but there wasn't a shock like a, a kind of thing for I think for a lot of people it's like you know and there, there's an epidemic it's like there's an epidemic of people who are stars in their genre who are getting killed and it's crazy and you know I, I'm sitting there going okay okay that doesn't you don't see that in other things outside of maybe one other thing i can point to and that is uh some of the music that the you know the mexican mafia and the cartels where they will go out and get these uh rising hip-hop stars and and latin american stars and have them essentially make music that is about them and their exploits and the whole nine yards and then it becomes a battle of at times trying to snuff off their singers. It's so weird. But, you know, we're sitting here yesterday talking about Taylor Swift. There's a bigger star on planet Earth than Taylor Swift. The answer is no. Not even close at this moment in time. 
If she got gunned down, people like, oh my God, that would be, ooh. you know, and then you find uh, over beef, right? Like, oh yeah, Jared Bieber was mad at her. And so was, you know, uh, you know, Ariana Grande. It's like, this is just, it's crazy and it's sad. And, and why is it that this is happening? And I think social media has a lot to do with it. I think, you know, some of the, the, the there's just not growing out of it. And where it used to be, I want to use my music or the sports or whatever to escape the poverty and the crime and to bring attention to some of it, but then to be a voice of something. And that's not there anymore. Now it's like, ah, just, it's just, you know, that's one of the aspects of the things I do. And it's sad. It's really sad. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. A little Woke Wednesday, we got into it, found it entertaining. Some of you were like, and again, we talked a bit about the NHS, which is the National Health Services in Britain and what they're doing, including pushing and and not just recommending, saying, okay, no more hormones, no more of the, the mastectomies. There's been zero study on any of this stuff for real. But on top of that, the the clinical approach, talking about, during the transition period, if you're trying to transition of the social side of it, the social transitioning, where it's the use of one's name, appearance, and, and you know, to be in line with their self-perception, as they call it, uh, that that should only be considered when the young person has experienced clinically significant distress. And it is amazing. I'm getting a lot of text messages and emails. We'll, we'll get deeper into it tomorrow, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, as we're running towards it, they're running away from it because they're saying this just isn't healthy and good. This isn't. And yet our wokeness and wackiness will not allow us to have real conversations in this country anymore. And that is not a good place to be. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Solid fun show today. We got you over the hump. We always promise to do. And we deliver. We're going to do more of it tomorrow. Six days away from it the big day where we go out and we put on our sticker because we voted months ago <laughs> it seems like it's been going on forever or we actually go and vote on that day and then of course the next day is the time when nobody concedes and uh it was stolen and the lawsuits start but we'll at least have that tuesday to think about kids three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson shows your twitter tweet text love hearing from you have a great day we got you over the hump as always night night jack This is the Chad Benson Show.